0: All right, well, welcome back to the latest episode of the Jamezy 3000 podcast. It's been a hot ass minute. I am your host, Jamezy3000. You can find me on pretty much any and all social media you can think of. Just look up Jamie Z 3000 my content is there. Uh, today is a special day because one, I had time to make this podcast, two, I am rejoined by the great man himself, uh, returning for the second time to co-host with me and get on this episode, Mr. Nick Meters, the one and only. How the hell are you, brother?
1: Aloha, man. Thanks for having me back. Um, I'm doing well. Um, just, uh, I was really hoping to get my brother on here, you know. I hope he's, once we're done recording this.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: But uh, all things considered, um, I am doing well. How about yourself, man?
0: I'm doing good. Uh, just out here trying to make it, man. But same, yeah, we tried to get try to get your brother in here. Hopefully he hears this and he's like, damn, I really wish I would have just made it to the podcast. Because now I'm going to put him at the back of the line and he's got to wait. Because it's so many people <laughs> trying to get on this podcast right now. Uh, Also, um, a shout out to... Uh, Jenna, we're going to try to get her on as well, but we'll we'll make it in due time. Really quick though, I do want to give a very, very special shout out and actually dedicate this whole episode to Mr. L.A. I don't think there's anyone else who's been waiting on this episode more than Mr. L.A. Uh,
1: shout out to Anthony, man.
0: Yeah, big, big supporter that dude is is fucking great it's always I was actually talking with them before uh right now and we're you know just having a good conversation but yeah shout out to him uh always showing love always showing support whether it's listening to the podcast hanging out with us on Instagram or showing up in my Twitch stream like the dude is just there um and that's what's up so shout out Mr. LA this one is for you because I know you were excited and waiting for the episode so this is very much a Mr. L.A. episode
1: Uh, every episode of this podcast is is a Mr. L.A. episode because he gonna listen to it as soon as you post it up
0: that's true that's true I feel like he's not gonna waste any time he's gonna get right into it um before we get any further real quick do me a favor where can the people find you what social media are you on throw it out there so people can know right here right now
1: oh man okay I'm only on one platform. You can find me on Instagram at Nicholas Metters or at Nick Meadows. Either one of those I'm pretty sure it will lead you to me.
0: Awesome. And you can also buy them a coffee. They can buy you a oh, coffee. Yeah.
1: You could fight. do that. Mm-hmm. I do some sketches from time to time for people. Uh, some little trading cards or you know, whatever I feel like drawing on if I if I feel like, uh, you know, I can actually accomplish it, I'll definitely do it for you. You don't have to buy any coffee. I've done, you know, many, many, many of them for free ninety nine. I'm happy to do it because I'm getting my practice in, and you know, it's for uh, it's for a good cause. Make somebody happy, hopefully.
0: I'm actually glad you brought that up because I actually jotted that down in my notes. Like, yo, I want to talk a little bit more about that later on. We're gonna get to it. Full circle. I promise that. Really quick, before we get into the meat and potatoes of this episode, as always, what I like to do, I want to try to put a little positivity out there in the world. Hopefully, you take it, you run with it, you can spread it to someone else and keep it going. Uh, Today's positive message uh, is a simple one, as always. Uh, Maybe I've used it before, maybe I haven't, but. Maybe there's a chance. Maybe you didn't hear it last time and you'll hear it this time. Today's positive message or just message in general, you know, uh, support small streamers, support small businesses, not just me, anybody else. If you know anyone striving to do something uh, for themselves, whether it's for their enjoyment or, you know, their own personal betterment, whatever it is, show the homies love. Uh, it Nine times out of 10 can cost you nothing to just show some support. Uh, leave some kind words, whatever it is, you know, hit a like button, hit a share, whatever the fuck it is. You can do it. Uh, Yeah. That's, that's, that's my positive message for today. If you have anything to add, Nick would now would be a really good time.
1: I agree with that, man. Of course, like, like you said, 99% of the time it usually costs you absolutely nothing, but just a little bit of time really, you know, and, you know, on top of that, like these the folks that do podcasts and things you know how those all the algorithm work you know you just just drop a, a rating a like subscribe all those things you know those things don't cost you anything they really don't you know and it, and it would mean a lot to those folks who are trying to you know get their content out there and they may just be starting and they just need a little bit of support a little bit of uh, backing you know and watch that thing grow and and know you know it'll it'll be hopefully for a good cause
0: oh yeah hell to the yeah um after the messages i put out first thing we're gonna do we're gonna get into the what's new with you side of things i'll invite you to kick it off nick tell us what the hell is new with you my guy on your side what's going on active in your life right now whether it's you know with collecting watching stuff or activities you're doing what's going on on nick's side of the world
1: Oh, man. Okay. So, uh, you know me, I'm I'm always a good guy, a good person, you know, a good human. Um, I'm trying to do that every day. You know, I try to get that negativity out of my life. Um, You and I both know um, we're both trying to get fit, you know, for, you know, for our our, uh, physical health, but uh, our mental health, you know. So, trying to stay on top of that, I've been doing pretty good, I think. Um, you know, I'm sure I'm sure I could be doing more, but at least I'm doing something, right? Um, you know, on top of that, like I said, I'm just trying to be a good person, a good human. So, one thing I'm practicing, even if you think maybe, um, I don't know, something bad maybe said about them. Um, and it's easy. You could do that, you know, to yourself, but even when I'm alone, I still try not to do that. Um, and it, you know, it can be hard to do because you feel like you want to just get that off your, off your chest a little bit, you know, somebody did you wrong or, or, you know, anything really. And, you know, you might have something to say about that, but I try to find some silver lining in, in everything. And, um, that's just the practice I've been doing um, for me, and it seems to be um, not that hard, to be honest with you, because <laughs> maybe it's just me. I don't know, but uh, that that's something I'm, I'm trying to do every day. Um, yeah, on top of that, um, I had some uh, sick children in the house lately, so it took a couple days off of work to, uh, to recuperate and, you know, we're all back to normal again. Um, but, the, you know, that's that's what I got going on, man. How about you?
0: Uh, some of the same similar stuff. Uh, like you said, we're on the fitness journey. Uh, we got our, our group chat together where we, you know, share information and inspiration almost on the daily what it seems like now. And I honestly love the energy in there you know when people are giving and providing and they're like yo it's it's really awesome and i always think stuff like that is always easier with a friend or a group of people that you feel comfortable enough you know doing those type of things with it's just for whatever reason like it it really just gives you that confirmation like yo i'm not doing it alone there's other people in the same situations whatever like we're just out here trying to get it so definitely on the fitness journey i kind of feel, i feel the same way at times too man um like, could I be doing more? Could I be doing better for sure? But a uh, a big big thing behind it, I always feel like yo, making those baby steps, it's still, it's still progress, and eventually it'll it'll add up because uh like how we've been tracking our our stuff, you know, uh we started at the beginning of the month, like yo, we weigh this much, this is what we're trying to do, this that and the third, and we're doing check ins every now and then, and I've been feeling the same way, like man. I couldn't have not ate as bad today or whatever, and you know I feel like I slack a lot, but midway through, um like right now we're halfway a little more than halfway through the month, uh, but I've already lost I think it was like what four four six pounds somewhere around there, and that was a big like oh man, like yeah, the little things I am doing, they are adding up, so that was awesome, but we still got this month and the month after to just try to get it man so anyone else if you're on a fitness journey yo don't give up keep it going um what else my kids got sick too I've been taking care of them Mm -hmm. I I took off from work these past two days to tend to them and take care of them so uh, that was a small blessing in disguise because I do work a bunch of hours I don't get to see them as much as I would like so uh, they were in good spirits more often than not so that was good. Um, yo, a big thing, what's new? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and talk about it. I know you know about it, and I know I said I wouldn't talk about it, but I'm going to put it out there right here, right now, because uh, what what better moment than waiting all this time to have done a podcast and all, you know, five to seven people that might listen to it. Um, yo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a big big change that just happened recently i mean it's not fucking world changing but a big change that happened on my end yo i sold my pop collection I sold yeah it.
1: i know that was tough for you man and I, I like you said you weren't gonna talk about it but here we are and uh you know you asked me about that and uh you know I have my opinions on it and i'm I'm in a similar boat if i had a buyer i would i would be you know, talking the same game as you ran.
0: But, yeah, man, there was definitely a bunch of back and forth. And this was all in the span of when I decided I wanted to try to do it and when I did actually do it. This was all in the span of a day, like one day right to the other. It was a bunch of back and forth. But I I ultimately decided to go through with it. There's a – either way you look at it, You know, whether I had kept it or if I went through with my decision, there's a bunch of, you know, good and bad takeaways on both ends, because I I didn't only speak to you. I spoke uh, to my wife. I spoke to my other homie, Pat, uh, who I feel like he just always, you know, typically will give me a good, clean look at something because, you know, it's a very unbiased opinion. And I feel like he keeps everything pretty upfront and honest. And he was (laughs) he was actually the one. That was against it too, but same thing. He was like, "Yo, whatever you decide, you're the homie. I'm still gonna support you." He's like, "But I don't think you should do it." So actually that's where I left it off with him. I was like, "You know what? I'm not gonna fucking do it." And, that, <laughs> and that's the last he heard of it. So if he happens to hear this, <laughs> I didn't go through with the advice. I fucking went with my initial decision, and I sold my collection. Man, was it was it tough? Yes. Did it needed to be done. I feel so. And at the end of the day, um, man, they're toys that I love my collection for sure. It's it not one pop in there wasn't a, a pop that I didn't love or like one in my collection for any other reason, other than the fact that I loved it. And this was a collection I had built over the span of, you know, two going on three years. Um, but yeah, uh and I know. Like when you told me I think you you spoke with uh Mel before when he when they sold off a bunch of their pops and stuff, and like at the after it was done, he didn't even you said he, maybe he didn't even miss them that much and
1: yeah, honestly was, exactly what he said,
0: dude, honestly, it was a a big kind of like weight lifted one because I did need to do the transaction, and I was lucky enough to have two people in mind and one of them moved on at the very next day, not every so often will you find someone that will just at the drop of a hat by your collection. Um, But yeah, the, the following day, bro, to be honest, like when I woke up the next day, I didn't miss them. Uh, I didn't feel sorry about it. I felt like it was the right choice. And then immediately after like the first time I get back on my Instagram and I'm scrolling through all these black Clover pops are dropping all this and that. And bro, I was like, "Yo, this feels so good to look at this and be like, I don't need, nope. I don't, I don't need this." You know what I mean?
1: I want to be there, man. I want to be there. I need to find, I need to find that buyer that's just ready to move on it. You know?
2: <laughs>
1: I got, I got a, a collection that's you know that's been building since I don't know 2018, something like that. So, a <laughs> couple years old as well, and. You know, it's, uh, you know, it's been real, but uh, did you, did you keep one? Did you I keep kept, some?
0: I kept one, dude. Okay. So here's the thing. I kept one, literally one. I kept one and it was the one I always told myself, especially when I started for whatever reason, if I had to save one, it would be this one. My hypothetical in my head was like, yo, if my house was burning down and I had to save one pop, it would be this one so this this wasn't that dire of a situation, but I was like yo i'm I'm still gonna hold on to this one um and it was uh from looking at it right now twenty nineteen fall convention exclusive the meditating piccolo,
1: which you know. I have like in the front of my pop wall, like right in the middle, so I can see it all the time. I have one myself. really don't know which one I would keep. If I had to pick one boy, I might melt in that fire,
0: yeah and, <laughs> dude, and that was that was the if anything out of out of the whole process, that was probably like one of the hardest things I had to decide between like just going back and forth with myself on uh because if i started doing that because there's so many and i hate to say this uh there was so many like gifts that i got or like stuff that i just got for a super steel that were now grails or this that and the third and i was like yo but if i if i start going down that path it's only going to get bigger and bigger and bigger and then i'm just going to be like well fuck now i i don't want to sell my collection you know what i mean so
1: oh yeah i know exactly what you mean
0: i just did a, a, a cut and dry rip the band-aid i kept I kept the one and I only say this because it was the most meaningful of all my pops. Like it's, it's my favorite anime character. My best friend gave it to me. It was my first pop. Um, and I did end up getting it signed, which even if I didn't get it signed, I would have still
1: kept it. Yeah. It had, um, sentimental value.
0: A ton, yeah, I, I can
1: totally understand why you kept that one. So
0: that was, that was the one I kept. And at the end of the day, like, out of the whole collection, the highest valued pop I had was maybe like three hundred bucks. So if I really wanted to, at some point at a later time, I could just you know essentially buy my collection back, you know piece by piece, if I if I really yeah. wanted. to.
1: Yeah, you know I think um, if I really had to do it, I think I would keep one line, and that one line I believe would be the One Punch Man line.
0: Okay. It's I
1: love tough. One Punch Man. It's a tiny line. There's not very many pops. Exactly. You know, so like I, we're talking like five or six, something like that. Yep. Yeah. Well, I mean, like I said, one day I hopefully will uh, be in the same boat as you, man. I'd be happy to to just have that weight lifted off my, my shoulders as well.
0: So with that being said, let me ask you this. If you are going to go down that path... Did you do the first step? Did you scan in all your pops?
1: All my pops? No, because uh that just <laughs> that's just uh, quite and I learned this the hard way too. Like well once I started I got about maybe like 50 and I was like, oh boy, this is gonna take a while because yeah. you know I have the I have the wall, you know. So I'm just taking piece by piece from the very top all the way down to the bottom. It's gonna take a while, but it's gonna be worth it.
0: You gotta pace yourself, but yeah, definitely it it will be worth it in the long run. Even if you don't end up selling them, like it'll be the biggest benefit if you do. Like you'll have that tool, like whoever you're trying to sell it to. Hey, this is what's in my collection. It's accurate. This is the value. Da 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 da. But if, even if you don't like, it's still cool to have them all cataloged and like you can check. You know, I would always check the prices on the day, like every day. Like when I woke up, that's just what I would do. Uh, so. It's still cool to have them have them like
1: that yeah i can I can understand that I watch baseball um I you know I like numbers analytics, even though I really can't count, but I get the idea you know having having those numbers on better picture of what your collection you know is actually worth right would be worth to someone you know a you know a buyer yeah, I get you yeah,
0: but um yeah, man. Uh, Yeah. But when I like initially did, like I told like one other person or like aside from a homie, Pat, I told one other person that I trusted with the information and immediately they they were like super worried. They're like, oh, my God, is everything OK? I'm like, everything's cool. So if anyone else was wondering that just by me saying I sold my collection, like, yo, it's fine. Nobody died. It's OK. It's just
1: I can, I can understand why they would ask that, though, you know, like they know you. And they know you're a collector and they would know that, like, you've been building this collection up for a while for somebody to want to just sell the whole thing. Would be, like, worrisome to them because, you know, like, if we want to get into the psychology of, of collecting, we I'm sure we can get into that. But, you know, I'm sure that's why they were alarmed, you know, when you told them that.
0: Yeah, so I can definitely understand that. That's de- yeah, that's definitely understandable. But for the record, everything's fine. Everything's okay and and lately my focus has been and still is uh don't get me wrong, it's not like I'm getting out the collecting game. I'm going to stop. No, I still collect comics, I still collect cards, I still collect some Hot Wheels. You know, there's a bunch of other stuff. So, we're still we're still very much collecting, just a little bit of diversifying, if you will.
1: Yeah, I get that. You know, that's the name of the game, really. You you want other pieces of your collecting to to grow. You know, you gotta gotta let go of some things to to build the other sections up. Facts,
0: big big facts. But other than that, man, cat's out the bag. If anyone else who listened uh, and has more questions, yo, hit me up. I'm an open book. I'll I'll be more than happy to talk about it. Now that. I've announced it and it's out in the open just because I also felt like, yo, at some point I feel like I would have to bring it up or like let somebody know because I have I'll have like my coworkers sometimes just randomly ask me about my collection or like how much is this or that or like it'll just come up randomly sometimes because everyone does know that I'm a collector. So I might as well just start start the trend now and like put it out there and then whatever happens after it happens. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, you know, that's part of the process, too. Is just if you're actually gonna let it go, you got to gotta talk yeah. about it.
0: That's true, very true. All right, so sorry,
1: sorry for your boy Pat having to learn this way, though.
0: Yeah, that's even, <laughs> few, that's even <laughs> if he listens, he might not even listen to this motherfucker. I don't know.
1: No, uh, we're gonna send it to him. He, we're gonna force it.
0: I have been thinking I was like yo what if it was just a big selling point and like when I posted it I'd be like yo go listen to my podcast and find out why I sold my pop collection even <laughs> though I didn't really, even though I didn't really say why you know spoiler mm-hmm. I baited you guys into listening to my podcast
1: I figure it does you know tip tool could, you know it, trick to the trade
0: it could be a, it could be a move I don't know <laughs> but <laughs> So ra- wrapping up the what's new with you side, that's pretty much all I got. Uh I wanna get in, especially since this is a Mr. LA episode, I want to get into some anime with you. Can we talk some oh, anime a yeah. little bit?
1: Yeah. Talk about some anime. I'd love to. Anime, manga. You know, I've been watching reading for, you know, most oh. of my life, I guess. You know, I, I'm not we're not gonna say I'm like I'm the biggest anime head out there because I, I haven't watched that many in comparison to how many there actually are out there but you know i watched a few
0: i'm in the same boat man i i I consider myself a fan but like i've always i've mentioned this in, in previous podcasts and this is just my thought process in general like i am i a fan of anime yes compared to someone who doesn't watch anime at all i may seem like a super fan yo i ain't shit compared to other people and you know, that have seen a ton of other shows. Like I'm just a fucking drop in the bucket, you know?
1: Yeah. I'm the same way. Um, You know, I know, I know people personally who, who just only watch anime. I think (laughs) it's just like their whole, their whole life. They're obsessed with it. And that's (laughs) awesome. You know, that's awesome. That's dedication that I don't have. And, you know, for the both of us that, that have kids and, and, families and and collect things and and have jobs you know like all that there's just not enough there's not enough hours in the day to consume Mm -hmm. the the massive amounts of anime and manga there are
0: that's definitely something i've always wondered when you know people say they've watched so many or x amount of hours in this then and i'm i'm just in the back of my mind like how how do you you know how do you do it but uh yo big big thing i wanted to kick off with anime because we're going to talk about shows we watch and stuff we like we're going to do that for sure i even have the manga part written down too because i know you wanted to talk about manga but the big big thing i wanted to lead this anime segment with very very pertinent very very valid right now because it was just announced today um the writer creator uh artist hunter hunter is coming back did you see that did you see this
1: oh no i didn't see that my eyes my eyes opened up wide when he started to to describe this i I feel like i missed like some gigantic news
0: okay so let me let me lay this on you right now real nice and subtle like we're gonna light the fire Mm -hmm. glass of wine and i'm gonna light a candle for you and i'm gonna lay this on you and i want you to give me your initial reaction your initial thoughts all right so this was posted across the board a bunch of uh, on a bunch of different um anime instagram profiles i follow and this isn't like you know someone of of my tier my demeanor where you know it's a couple of, no this is these are accounts with like hundreds of thousands of followers like they're not going to put out bullshit you know what i mean these are valid sources and i've seen it on multiple of them but uh they posted that yeah the I, I can't think of his name, but yeah, it's it's pretty much the main guy who was holding up the rest of the uh, animations or, you know, the mangas. Uh, he's back. He's coming back. He came out. He said he's back. He made a Twitter account, and there was just, like, a small sketch, and it was, it was pretty much the announcement of, like, hey, I'm getting back in the game. This Twitter account got right at or a little over a million followers today, the same day. <laughs> The same day that he announced oh, it,
2: goodness.
0: I was definitely one of those followers. But <laughs> I don't have a Twitter. Apparently the, the news is uh he's coming back and he's signing on for four more chapters, I believe. Four mm-hmm. more chapters of the manga. So yeah, that's the news I got. Tell me what you think.
1: Here's what my initial reaction is. My initial reaction is man, wouldn't I love to finally start a twitter and then do one sketch and get one million followers wouldn't that be crazy i've never seen hunter hunter it's on my list
0: oh my goodness but
1: i understand how how big the news is because i know a lot of people have and love the series and probably one of the million that followed the you know the creator on twitter so i can imagine you know like when when came back people were just losing their man, you know their minds so I can stand it I'm happy for everyone kind of kind of the same thing that happened with bleach you know and when, when bleach got a new chapter or however that worked I'm gonna be the first one to tell you right now I haven't even finished bleach
0: dude I barely started bleach
1: you know you know I got like I'm I'm well over like I'm well over halfway and I just I don't think I'm going to do it. I don't see it getting any better. I I think I've seen the best of it. And I'm sorry for the Bleach fans that are listening. I'm just not a huge fan of Bleach. I'm sorry.
0: And, bro, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Not everything is for everyone. Even though it's, like, you know, one of the biggest animes and people love it. Like, I get that. I don't... It's okay. It's okay to not fucking, like
1: everything everyone else likes you know what I mean absolutely I did try it I did give it a shot um a big shot really I mean I'm well over like 100 episodes so I mean I put some hours in some days and some weekends and even just trying to to fight through it but it's it's not uh I don't know
2: it's very it's
1: very there's like a story but it's it's just not like a very good one to me
0: yeah that's all right that's okay um but yeah man uh so with that being said what a better time to fucking like you said you haven't started hunter what a better time to start it than right now and get caught up and then get into the swing of things because honestly i don't think what happened with bleach would happen with hunter x hunter
1: yeah i don't think so either just based on what i've been told and you know that now that we're talking about all this stuff like the start of the new year and all the stuff that that they were going to continue bleach is what kind of got me started wanting to watch it again so I could see what you know what all about really and uh you know sadly I'm probably just never gonna read that
0: not gonna yeah not <laughs> gonna fucking do it nope
1: <laughs> but hunter hunter I know people who I mean they love love it the same way that. People love Bleach, but I've been, you know, reviews of both shows and, uh, you know, to me personally, it sounds like Hunter Hunter is a better watch.
0: Dude, it's, it's so good. And the thing about it, like, I understand cause I always heard people were mad with the ending. And when I, when I finally got to the ending, I can see why people would be mad at it. I wasn't mad at it. I still liked it. Um, but it's dude it's it's such a good fucking watch i would if anyone listening if you have either not seen hunter x hunter or if you just haven't seen one single thing of anime ever in your life i would still recommend hunter x hunter um and it's crazy too because you know literally just the other day uh my coworker who wasn't that big in anime i put him on to hunter x hunter and he loves it and he's almost done with it and um he was aware of the ending, too, as well. Like, yo, people were mad, this and that. But he still wants to finish it. And um, I let him know because I think it was pretty well said or documented. Like, the manga already, like, surpasses where the the anime ends, I think. But they just never kept the anime going because of the, the artist and everything. Um, and then I got the news today and I sent it to uh my coworker and he was like oh fuck he was like but that's the manga and I was like well if they're going to keep the anime going they're going to do the manga first and then you know maybe the the anime will pick back up and maybe an hour later maybe less of when that that news was announced two of the japanese voice actors posted like a selfie of them together oh uh, big yeah. news big big news <laughs> so you know big reveal today in the anime world for any Hunter fans, yo, hopefully you heard it here first and that would be fucking dope. But you probably did it and that's okay.
1: (laughs) But you at least you heard it.
0: Yeah. You heard it again.
1: Heard it again. You're probably happy to hear it. You know, if you're a Hunter Hunter fan, I'm sure you're stoked about both things. Yeah. You know, if you if you read that far ahead, then you know what's coming, you know, if they ever continue to do the animation side of it.
0: Yeah. So that being said, uh, yo, watch Hunter Hunter. Other than that, yo, what what are you watching? What well, what are some current animes you're watching right now?
1: Well, I I've read uh how many volumes now? I think I've read four volumes of Vinland saga. And on Amazon Prime, they have one season. And so, you know, like I've read way far ahead for where they're at there. But I actually like the the Amazon Prime adaptation of it. You know, I didn't. I I was able to watch it all and and actually enjoyed it. I just wanted more, you know, because I've read so far ahead now. I haven't. Yeah, I, I haven't heard of that one. I mean, yeah. yeah. Uh, if you like uh, Vikings and you like anime, then I think you'll love Vinland Saga. That's okay. you know, if you like action, there you go. You got it. Okay. Recommend that one. Um. You know, I chose to read it just because I, you know, I could get my hands on it, and I, you know, I've only recently started reading manga like religiously as much as I do comics within the last like year or so. So you know, and those are kind of a, those are kind of big volumes too, but I, I really enjoyed it. I recommend it.
0: Okay, not bad. So let me ask you this too uh now that you say that that it's only recently you've been like reading more and more manga so would you say it's more like if well I guess not every manga gets adapted into an anime right
2: mm-hmm.
0: um I was gonna say is would you say like if a manga like that good will it make you want to go watch an anime or is it like vice versa if an anime's doing it for you like you might want to go read the whole manga series or you know how, how does that go for you
1: uh, The way it generally goes and the way it's gone for, you know, like most of my entire life, I would watch the anime, you know, I wouldn't even really think about reading it because back, you know, like when I was a kid, it really wasn't all that accessible. You know, you can't just go to a, a Barnes and Noble or, or wherever you get your manga at, you know, now you can get them at Target or, or Wally World, yep. you know, like you couldn't do that before you'd have to like special order it or something, you know, so for me I would always watch the anime. I would I wouldn't even think about it. And then and you know, uh, growing up I started seeing it on the shelves a lot more. I'd pick one up here and there. But, you know, the same way with American comics, you know, you have to learn how to read like from panel to panel, all right. those things. And now you have to learn how to read from panel to panel, but from right to left. Yeah. You know, so like those things were hurdles, but you know, it didn't take long to to overcome those. But the way it usually works for me, specifically, uh, for example, let's see uh, Mob Psycho, one of my favorite animes. I watched both the seasons they have out, and then I went and got the manga. So okay. that's how it usually goes for me. Um, but it, it was in reverse, you know, with um, with Vinland Saga, because I was at the store. I picked up the first um, volume, and then I didn't even realize that Amazon Prime even had you know a season out you know it just worked out that way for that one anime
0: kind of a sleeper on that one but uh yo tell me more about that so is what's the premise is, is it's just vikings and like it's just set in that time period or like is someone trying to be like the best <laughs> viking or be the fucking conqueror or what's what's going on there i
1: don't want to spoil everything okay but there's a band Vikings. There's a, a clan. I don't. I don't know what you call them, but um, you know, there's obviously a leader. There, crownies with them, and then there's this young kid. Okay, he's he's got a bad attitude. You know, he's he's just he's just there, but he has a goal, and it's not. It doesn't really necessarily align with the leader's goals, but you know, he's got a reason he's there um you know he, he wants to he wants to get revenge on on something mm. um, and we'll leave it at that you know um, but like i said if you like action um it's got a good story and you know vikings are dope and animes anime vikings are even doper so go watch it
0: all right not bad is that the only current one you're watching right now or are there are there any others
1: I actually rewatched uh, Death Note uh, nice. not too long ago. It's one of my favorites. Um, the manga, though, I've had the the complete set, the box set with uh, I think it's the twelve volumes plus the 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 Death Note like black book too. i I've had it like twice and bought and sold it, you know, for various reasons. Right. And now I'm trying to get it again because I just you know, now I'm like, I'm actually collecting manga as well. Um, so I just had to just get my, my annual Death Note watch in. Um, other than that, I'm really not watching much. Um, I, I'm still reading uh, My Hero Vigilantes, which is more like a, a prequel to, you know, the, the main My Hero storyline. Um, and then I'm waiting for One Punch Man, and Mob Psycho Season 3s.
0: Ah, yeah. I'm waiting for those, too.
1: Yeah. Can't wait, man. I'm I'm super excited. I think I've heard Mob Psycho uh, coming in October, but I don't know about One Punch Man.
0: Either way, I'm getting fucking bricked up over here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but What uh, are you watching, then?
0: Uh, I'm currently watching, I think as far as anime goes, uh, I think I'm just watching... One right now, cause I was, what was the one I was watching? Fuck, uh, I was watching JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I kind of took a break for whatever reason. I felt like it was just like, kind of losing interest to me. But it might just be cause I had a bunch of other stuff going on. But I do like it. I do want to pick it back up. I do want to keep it going. I just hate when certain stuff gets too predictable. You know what I mean? And it's like, yeah, it's like, man, you know, I could have wrote this shit.
1: Uh, (laughs) Well, I don't want to disrespect anybody let me tell you I felt the same way when I was watching Bleach
0: (laughs) (laughs) but you got to remember you know JoJo's it it is a little like the earlier seasons they are older so I mean I get it uh, but I probably will I'll more than likely get back into it just to see where everything gets to like the present of of where it's at now Uh, but other than that I've been watching I did start Castlevania Castlevania Mm -hmm. Castlevania
1: uh, I mean, i played the games growing up, but I've never seen the, uh, was it on Netflix, right? No, I've never seen the show.
0: Fuck them games. Talking about, <laughs> talk about the show. Uh, yeah. No, but the dude, it's, it's pretty fucking good. I'm not going to lie. Um, I started watching it as kind of homework or an assignment uh, from when I was on. Uh, the other podcast, Cold Open Conversations, they had me on as a guest. And at the end of everything, they're like, Yo, we want you to come back. We want you to, to do an anime, you know, segment with us. And they were like, You know, let's all pick an anime to watch. And it happened to be Castlevania. Um, I started watching it. I'm almost done with season two. I think it's only like four or five seasons. It might be six. I, I could be wrong. But I'm almost done with two. And yo, it's fucking good. I I do enjoy it. It's, vampires and dracula and you know his motives and his army and it's fucking gory and bloody and there's uh like the voice actors uh, i like how they sound it, it it's it's just good i i really enjoy castlevania if anyone has not seen castlevania yo watch it nick fucking watch it, it. Sounds,
1: it sounds yeah it sounds like a well-rounded anime and like i just said i just haven't seen it but you know I'm familiar with it I actually don't know that many people who've watched it um so I've never talked to anybody about it until now also I, this is your podcast and I didn't know the etiquette here about dropping or like name dropping another podcast but if I could do that, yeah like to because um, it's anime and manga related okay. and this is what this is what got me Um, into reading different manga because yeah i could easily just go download the viz media or the shonen jump app and read all the shonen jump manga you know but i like you know i like different things i like different uh genres you know so uh you know chip sadarsky the uh writer uh illustrator he does you know marvel comics dc comics um he's got his own you know little things here and there i'm a big fan of his work so i was i was on spotify one day i just put his name in and then this podcast this glorious podcast called manga splaining popped up and it's Mm -hmm. it's chip as like the the like the test dummy you know basically they're like bouncing off manga off of him you know so it's just three friends who all love and um have worked in the industry In some way, um, or you know, so they all pick a book and they, you know, they all read it that week. And then he gives his, you know, his opinions and all that. And it's wonderful. I like, you know, I like the idea, um, you know, because he does American comics and he he doesn't know anything about manga. And I think they're in their third season now. Um, But I, it's gotten me into so many different manga that I just, you know, it's a uh, it's a good way to to just get a feel you know for maybe what you like and don't like
2: right it's a great like way it. to do
1: it yeah so i i would recommend just kind of jumping into that because they just you know they i mean let's we'll just we'll just start you off at the top they start with akira I, i'm pretty sure that's the first episode okay okay and that's a classic right that's a classic not only in manga but it's a classic in anime as well like it's everybody you know that really really watches anime like knows akira so that was like a an easy one to start with i think and of course it's like a masterpiece right so i i would recommend just giving it a listen you know if you if you kind of struggle the way i did with wanting to branch out and and you really couldn't find a lot of different manga go ahead and try it right
0: Cool. I definitely will because the man. Honestly, the biggest the biggest issue I find personally, and like I said, I'm not super into manga right now. I I literally have one manga book. That's it. Um, would I like to get into it more? Yes. Uh, that I experience the same hurdles like you mentioned. You know, with reading panel to panel, like I'm doing stuff out of order, and I'm realizing like, oh, it's got to be in this order. Uh, same thing. But it's not bad. It's not tough to do. But the biggest thing I I found like. If I'm just looking, uh, or like, it it it's kind of weird. Like, if I go to a comic shop, you know, I'll, if if I can try to find a story I want or maybe get into, just if the cover is selling me, um, uh, it's not that hard to find an issue one. When it comes to manga, oh bro, yeah, it's fucking, uh, fucking. I gotta have a treasure map with the X that marks the spot and fucking GPS locator. Like, dude, if I'm at, you know, Barnes and Nobles or a a regular comic shop where they do have manga, like, I'm not finding a number one of anything. I'll find, you know, two, five, seven and fucking (laughs) volume 99. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck? Like, I want to start from the beginning. So like trying to start a new series, because I do like to do that sometimes, whether it's a show, a book, a comic book, whatever it is, like, I like to just randomly wrong and if I find something that interests me, like I'll pick it up and I'll give it a chance. Like, dude, I cannot do that with the with the manga book. I, I guess unless I'm I'm going online. Maybe, yes, you know and
1: that's what I was gonna get at. You know, like I know what you're talking about exactly because I would go to Barnes and Noble and be like, "Ooh, I heard about this book. Can you help you find it?" And you know, they go there, and obviously <laughs> the number one's not there, and like you said, you get the random other, you know scattered out there so i started to read a lot digitally and i started it started to become a lot easier to do that when i was listening to the the podcast and like kind of reading along with them right. and um just to throw out a, a recommendation I, I believe i read this one on comiXology uh, which is a great reading app because like the whole graphic view thing I, I i think that's like the best thing ever like as far as digital reading goes Right. um okay but this is a this was kind of a weird one uh, I wasn't sure about it because I'm not into like I don't know like I don't read a lot of like romance stuff but this one it wasn't a romance thing it's so it's this one called Tokyo Reba girls okay and I got the recommendation from listening to the the podcast and I picked up the first volume it's about three um ladies who' single ladies and they're like 30s Tell they're me. having uh Tell they're me. having trouble finding love and they always meet up at like this bar and they always end up getting hammered and, and <laughs> anyway it's actually it's way far off from what i thought it was going to be it's so funny and you know like it it goes into like um you know like some of the horrible dates that some people have been on you know they can relate to those things that are very personable um yeah, I was thrown by that. I was like, man, I actually I just read the next two volumes right after that. You know, cuz I could do it on Comicsology, I believe, for free at that point. Right. Um, yes. I I really loved that one. It's so I, I actually really loved that one a lot. I never thought it would be, you know, just just from the the title alone, I was like, mmm. But anyway, and it turns out to be one of my favorite books ever.
0: Nice, not bad. See, yeah. and that's the kind of things I like to hear because I'm I'm very much since I'm so brand new to manga. Like, if it's anything, you know, like that, or if the cover has like, because I feel like you know, you know, maybe Japanese schoolgirls get depicted a lot on covers, or like in that world, and if yeah. if it, if it's something pertaining to that on the cover. It, it makes me feel like if I'm not that demographic, if I'm not an actual, you know, high school teenage girl, like I'm not going to like this book. You know what I mean? So
1: that's yeah. good. And uh, the whole the whole issue or volume one hunting thing, you, I mean, we can liken that to going to the comic shop on New Comic Book Day. And you were, we're hunting for that, that one hot issue. And you got there at like one o'clock and your shop opens up at 10. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that book is not gonna be there. So I know I know the pain. Fuck yeah.
0: Fucking A. Um, uh, yo, speaking of manga, I got one question right now. Do you still have I'm I'm pretty sure you still have it. I wanna know if you opened it or not, or if you bought it just for show. Um mm-hmm. the Demon Slayer set, the manga.
1: The oh, manga. I still got it. It's That's still sweet, here.
0: That sweet, sweet ass manga set. Yo, if anyone has not seen that, look it up. Press pause right now. Go look it up and then come back. Um, Do you... Is it open? <laughs> open it's it not yet?
1: open. It's so sealed right now that, you know, there's are not so a dust particle inside the box. It's it, sealed. It's, uh, you know, it's museum quality right now. Good, you can put that up.
0: That thing is... Fucking beautiful. So my question is, is that one that's just like a peacekeeper? Like that's just an item to look at. You don't plan on opening it and reading it. It's just that one's just for the aesthetic.
1: Well, you already know me. And you know, the people that don't know me already, I don't you don't open uh, I'm like as far as pops go and like comics, like nothing gets out of the bag and board, nothing gets out the box. You know, like I like everything to be in the condition, you know, it arrived in hopefully clean and minty, you know, and that that piece right there, the box art on it is immaculate. It's amazing. You know, the series is great. Obviously, everyone knows that. It's super. Right? And, the you know, just to be able to have that is, is awesome. You know, if you can get it, you know, I recommend it in your collection. It looks like a, a beautiful piece to display. Stay that way, you know, unless you know, unless hard times come or something.
0: Oh man, okay. With that being said, yo, um, time is flying. We're coming up on the first hour without me even realizing it. Um, we're gonna take a small break, come right back. Everyone listening, you won't even notice. We're just gonna get right back into the topics. Um, but yo, we're gonna keep it going right now. I'm gonna start another, you know, you know what I'm gonna do yeah all right okay i get better at doing those transitions maybe will i maybe not So.
2: i think it was pointy
0: yeah uh kind of piggybacking off what we were just talking about um because we seamlessly just transitioned so beautifully um manga and you know what i want to get into kind of piggybacking off that uh i know you're a big big fan of uh it's just art in general we talked about it in the beginning i said we would touch on it i kind of want to do that right now um you're big into art and yeah i
1: love art i love
0: art something i want to put out there yo anyone that's if you are an art fan as well sketches um give my man nick a follow he's starting to do what is it sunday nights sunday nights mm-hmm. lives on instagram
1: yeah, Sunday nights, uh, let's call it a 9.30 Eastern. Uh, I like to do that with uh, a guest or two or, or three, if we can get that many. But call it the Sketchy Sunday um, live. I like to have different folks on there. I really would love to get a digital artist on there or like a painter. You know, I just want to see how people work. I like to see people's uh, style, all that, you know. And it just gives me time to practice and, and kind of just BS with everyone and get to know them, you know, either if it's my friends or, or other people that I don't really know. You know, I'm just trying to branch out a little bit and have a little fun at the same time.
0: Dude, and it's it's such a good thing and it's so dope to see because also at the same time, like, I think stuff like that can be, you know, super like therapeutic almost, you know what I mean?
1: It is like, to like, me. It very much is
0: like, it's a big, it can be a big, big decompressor where you just sit down, you focus on, on the task at hand, what you're doing, uh, every stroke, every line. Like, I think it's dope as fuck. I actually like that. You started doing that, that you had the idea you started doing it. uh I think it's awesome. I think it's dope as fuck. Uh, biggest thing I want to ask getting into this art topic, um, uh, I haven't asked you before, and I'd I'd like to ask you right now. What is your biggest, I guess, inspiration when it comes to art? Like, what makes you, what draws you to art? What makes you feel a certain way about? It? What makes you want to sit down and sketch yourself?
1: Well, I wouldn't say that I've always been like a creative person, um, at least in my own eyes. But I've been I've been drawing as far back as I can remember, to be honest with you, and I. I really started to draw a lot when I when Dragon Ball Z was on Toonami. So like in my early teens, um, I was drawing a lot. But I, I always had <laughs> I always had this issue with drawing like hands and fingers and things like that. So I would do all these like portrait things like chest high of Vegeta and Goku and whoever, you know, like from Dragon Ball Z. And I would keep a little notebook and I don't know what happened, you know, like after high school, I, I just, you know, I just found other interest. I suppose. I became like a real big thing um, through my later years in high school. And I put it away. I put it away up until like, um, almost like a few months ago, to be honest with you. Like, it, it's been a long time. It's been like over 15 years since I really sat down and, and tried to create art again you know right um i'm not a big writer um you know i i don't play instruments you know so art was the one thing i was i felt like i was halfway decent at uh, one thing i do struggle with is is coming up with um something from memory so what i end up doing a lot is is redrawing um you know so i have to have a reference or something in front of me and you know i'm just I'm doing my own interpretation of it in my own way, I guess. Um, But, you know, like I said, I'm getting, I really want to get good at at just the penciling part of it. So, you you know, you're not going to watch the Sunday live and see me with colored pencils or paint or something like that. Like the most I've done so far was the Darth Vader lightsaber that I drew last Sunday. And I actually um, got the black ink pen out And I like inked the, you know, basically did the outside of it. And that's the most I've ever done outside of just pencils. Um, But, you know, like we're both, you know, we love anime and, you know, like, so we naturally, I think we all, if we're all fans of those things, we like art. Like, like I said in the last episode we did together, the first thing you see when you go to the comic book shop is the cover. It's the art. Cover art is what sells the books really to me, you know? Like, you could tell me it's a Batman book, but if the cover looks, you know, dumpy, like, I'm not gonna go buy it, you know? So, like, it doesn't matter what character it is. I love Elektra's Daredevil. I love uh, X-23, you know? Like, I don't care. Like, if that cover looks like ass, I'm not gonna buy that book, probably. <laughs> I'll go read it. I'll read it online on Comixology or wherever I can read it digitally. I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go pay for a cover that I don't like. I won't right. I won't settle. And you know this happens a lot too when you go to pick up your your pull list, you know, and you you ordered the cover C and they try to hand you that cover A, hey, you're like no, 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 no. Yeah. I ordered cover C specifically because that's the dopest cover. To me i love the art you know so like i said and we all know this too when we watch anime you can tell like there's those episodes and i don't know for instance naruto or something it's just not as crispy as it is like mm-hmm. you know, when maybe naruto and sasuke are fighting each other you know like when it gets to that movie level quality
0: right
1: you know so i don't know man art art something for me that's uh, like it's very therapeutic to me and, and for me to do the Sunday live thing now, it took a while for me to kind of work myself up to that. Cause you know, I, I don't think my art's that great, but you know, some people out there like it enough to, to ask me to do a piece for them and I'm happy to do it for them on, on the lives on Sunday. And I think it's great that I get to give something to, to the folks that are watching and supporting me and, you know, the people that are doing it with me as well
0: oh yeah and i fucking in general i just love seeing it because i know if i'm pretty sure you remember because you were the one that said it in our first podcast we did together um i know you mentioned like a big thing you wanted to do like for yourself uh was more like you know coming out a little bit more getting out of that show doing more lives doing stuff and uh I see that happening and it, when you came up with the idea to do these Instagram lives and do sketches like yo that's his own thing that's what he's doing like I fucking loved to had seen it and I want to say is it one one or two you've done already cuz the first one it was just you and you know, and then the next this last one y'all had DK there too am I right
1: Yeah that was those were the first two episodes we had and uh yeah thanks to Kim and DK for coming on um, Kim Kim and I are gonna continue to do this together until we can't you know we, I love to get you know like I said a different artist on there every time you know because like I said I, not only do I want to you know mingle with people I want to see how other people work but I want to see you know how other people use their art like the different mediums with paint and all that stuff you know so like yeah yeah I want I just want different. Different things for each show, if I can, you know.
0: Hell oh, yeah, yo. uh Speaking of bringing up Kim in the point zero zero four percent chance, she listens to this podcast and she made it this far. <laughs> I am, I am still fucking waiting on my sketch from Kim that she said she would give me. Still hasn't.
1: What? Uh, what does she? It doesn't
0: sketch- matter. It doesn't matter. Oh, okay. okay.
1: I, I mean, to be yeah. honest with you, you're still waiting on the sketch that I'm yeah, sending.
0: Yeah, yours is in the mail. Yours is well.
1: Yeah, you got the tracking info, so it's I got- coming.
0: Tracking info. I haven't even checked it. It's just gonna show up one day. I know it's on the way. Kim doesn't even have my address. Didn't even ask for it. I've <laughs> Got nothing. Oh nothing.
1: boy. Well, we're gonna have to, you know, just like we're gonna do with Pat, we're gonna send out this podcast. Make sure we get the timestamp even, so that you know. Or actually, don't give them the timestamp. Just let them listen until they find
0: it. Yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Well, yeah, she she owes, a, I think, a few people some,
0: yeah, some art. But it's cool. Maybe, yeah. won't maybe it won't. It'll be alright. Um, but yeah, still in art. I guess. What would you say? What's like, uh the simplest way i could put it what's your like favorite kind of art style whether it's i guess give me both ends like visually that you like looking at or personally that you like you know your art style to be
1: um i love i just love pencil like a good uh, a good artist that can pencil something to me like i just think that's that's just a crazy talent you know I'm not a, I'm not a big person that's going to sit down and do like coloring books and things. Um, You know, I I just don't find that to be as therapeutic as, as sketching does for me, you know? And I I think that's opposite for a lot of other people. That's why they make those adult coloring books and things. Yeah. Um, But I just can't like, to me, it almost stresses me out for whatever reason, (laughs) the coloring thing. Is it's a crazy thing to me. And I don't know if I'll ever get to the point where I like to color my stuff. But you'll if you listen to the last Sunday live that I did, I would I had thought about maybe coloring something, but just the stress of okay, I think I got the pencils right where I want it and the art looks cool. But if I color it and I mess it up, then I gotta do it over again. Right. And I don't I didn't want that to happen, you know. Um, you know, cause the last piece I did was a Thor for, uh, Dolly and oh man, I was like, Oh, maybe, maybe I should try, you know, but no, I just left it alone. And, uh, you know, hopefully she's happy with it whenever she gets it, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but I want to go back to what you said before too. Um, cause you, you know, you had mentioned the first episode we did together right. of your podcast and yeah, man, like it took me a while to kind of open up. To the rest of the world, um, you know, I, I would consider myself an introvert in almost every way. But as I'm opening up more, um, you know, and, and there's reasons for everything, but I'm discovering more and more that I'm really not that introverted nope. in a lot of ways, extroverted. And doing this Sunday sketchy live thing. Um, it's just another way for me to branch out again, but, you know, shout out to you for having me on the podcast and doing that and, and getting me out of my shell, um, ICU for helping me do that. Um, and, and, you know, Kim doing the Sunday lives with me, uh, just all those things, you know, like everything, um, that comes with the crew and everything, you know, with the podcast and all this stuff, like all that stuff's helping me. I think just become a, a different person, a better person. I think because all the stuff that we do, like none of it's negative in uh, almost any way I think imaginable. Right. No, I don't think there's anything bad about anything that we do because all the interactions we have are, are all 99% positive, 99.9% positive. Yep. You know, I can't think of a bad thing that's really happened on any, any of that stuff that we do. We, we all promote positivity. Um, So, yeah, you know, shout out to everybody who's helping me do that. And I'm going to continue to find more ways to do that.
0: Fuck yes. I fucking love it. Um, I'm going to call you out one time right here, right now. Uh, (laughs) Okay. You're going to find more ways to do it. Hey, I'm here with you. I'm here for it. All right. Let that be known.
1: Do it. Do it.
0: But today. But today. We did not get a top five. You're right. We are right. Get a top five.
1: But I'll, I'll quote you. You know, the world's still going to keep spinning. The
2: if We don't do a top five.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> anybody who listens to this, who is expecting a top five Tuesday today, um, we're just going to say, we'll see you next Tuesday. We're going to be top five Wednesday tomorrow. How about that?
0: <laughs> nah, no, 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 no! Nah, as we'll,
1: you we'll wait till that, and then we'll come back strong.
0: Yeah, dude, I think I think someone even randomly asked in the in the in the chat. Oh, they were like, I I, I I can't remember who it was. I really can't. I'll I'll have to go back and look. But it was just like one random. Are we gonna get a top five today? And I was like, fuck, someone remembered.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I remembered. I specifically. <laughs> certain people they would be willing to to do it first because you know like most people that know me know that i work during the day so i can't really you know create those things during yeah. the day <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Um but yeah we'll come back strong after the after the holiday break and and we'll get it popping again yeah
0: man it's all good life happens yeah it's all good Has that, happened. I'll,
1: I'll say that much you're right Life has happened.
0: Life has happened, man. But no, man, definitely. um, Fuck, dude. I just can't agree with you more when you talk about, you know, you coming out more, you doing stuff and the positivity of the group. Honestly, it's why I love the group so much. It's everyone is a fucking blast to to talk to and, and do lives with or just, you know, shoot the shit, whatever it is. So just one time, one 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 shout out for ICU, if any of the ICU members aside from Mr. L.A., <laughs> I podcast.
1: think jo- dude Jojo, um, uh, I'm pretty sure he hit us back with his review last time, if I remember right. Uh,
0: of the podcast.
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: No I way! Think- no way! Jojo I listened to
1: the podcast. Oh well, all right. Well, we'll ask him. Maybe I'm wrong about that, but you we'll know, see. we'll see. <clears throat> I just want to say, maybe he said like, I think he he just said, I listened to the episode. It was dope, something like that. But, you know, I could be making that up. You could be. I could be making that up. Everybody knows that knows me a little more personally, knows that I have a Dory brain and I forget things a lot.
0: Oh, shit. Yo, speaking of speaking of JoJo, speaking of other ICU members, speaking of, you know, we're going to branch out from the art and kind of narrow it down a little bit more. Um, I'm only bringing up this topic because you mentioned JoJo and I know he's a comic collector as well. We're going to get into some comics. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about some comics a little bit. We're doing pretty good on time. Let's give Mr. L.A. his money's worth and talk about some comics and keep the episode going. And fucking, yeah, man. Um, first, just to start off, get our feet wet. Uh, what are some current reads you're getting into when it comes to comic books right now? What are you, what are you liking right now?
1: <clears throat> what I'm liking? Uh, all right. So last well, it was a kind of a big catch-up week. So I was... Um, I read a lot of the new ones that came out, to include Eight Billion Genies, Twig, uh, Dogs of London, Grimm, and I think I'm oh, a uh, town called Terror, and I think I finished up Rain, and I think that's really all I was kind of reading, at. <clears throat> but what I really liked, what what I'll continue to read, I think, is a uh, Eight Billion Genies. For sure. Grim for sure. Oh
0: that,
1: yeah. That actually, Grim might actually be my favorite read of the year so far.
0: God who else did, was it you that kept telling me that or was it
1: uh, it was probably everybody but um, I do
0: oh, someone else told me that like those specific words I want to say it was your brother.
1: It probably was my brother
0: mm-hmm.
1: Um, I guess I, I'm also continuing to read uh, Radiant Black um, and then yeah every once in a while I'll go back and You know, I'll either read a new number one or I'll go back and reread, you know, certain arcs of the ones that I've read before and liked. Um, You know, one that I read a lot is that Darth Vader run by Charles Soule that we always end up talking about because it's so good.
0: Dude, I fucking love love that run. That's the only Darth Vader run I've read. And honestly, I don't want to read another one because of how how much I like that run.
1: I read, um, uh, the other one I read was the Kieran Gillen, which I believe is, you know, has the, like, first appearances of, of Dr. Afra, um, and that one's good, it's just not as good as the Charles Soule one, which to me is,
0: it ain't like, that the pinnacle,
1: so. yeah. the pinnacle of Darth Vader, um, comics.
0: Bro, and I just feel like that particular run, again, even though it's the only one I've read, um... It just it, it catches that Darth Vader essence so fucking good. He's you know, a... what I thought
1: I would hate about the whole thing was Darth Vader's castle. Now, when I say it out loud, it sounds like Allegra's castle or some kid show. Right. You know, but damn, it looks sweet, man. It looks
0: sweet. It, it it fucking Got a little castle in lava. And the whole like process it took to him number one getting there
1: yes <laughs>
0: and, and number two actually forging it and having it built and oh my god dude it was it was just i enjoyed it i enjoyed it a fuckload
1: well you know here you know we both can probably agree on this after we've read charles soul's run on darth vader and and now his first issue of eight billion genies like we obviously like his writing yes um, And now we can see why he got hired on to be like, uh, I forget the title, but he, you know, he's basically involved in like the star Wars, like movies and shows and stuff. I
0: think they came out and said they, yeah, you, damn, you sure. All right. I forgot all about that, that they mentioned that like they hired, yeah, they did hire him uh, (laughs) to get in on that. And I think, I mean, star Wars number one is already great, but Charles soul just from the little work I've done on him or read on him, um, Dude, he's just a really good storyteller.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. And, uh, you know, I'm always looking out for whatever. And boy, would it be nice if he... stuff. I mean, he is writing the Star Wars run now. Um, but it's just... I just want Jedi. I want Vader stuff, you know. That's what I want specifically. If I can just get the whole 12 to 25 issues, you know, out of him one more time. Yeah, <laughs> dude, and do it from one more time, Mister <laughs> Mister Soul.
0: And I know that was a big like, especially when I heard the news. uh Because I want to say I think you shared it with me whenever it happened or whenever it was announced. But
1: oh yeah, yeah, that, we, we talked that,
0: about that. That that 2016 running did that immediately jumped in my brain because I want because in the issue I think it's what issue three or whatever is. The first appearance of uh, the the Green Jedi. Oh
1: uh, yeah, his name escapes me right now, but uh, uh, yeah, K- that, that K- epic K- battle they had.
0: His name's Karak Infala. Uh, yeah, I got excited because I want that dude to make it in somewhere, some way, somehow.
1: Who who would play him though?
0: Dude, oh man!
1: What, to me? You just throw some. Uh, you just throw—he had a beard, right? Like a long beard.
0: He'd have a beard. He had white hair. So just throw a
1: long beard on him and keep the white hair that uh, old Henry Cavill does for The Witcher. Like there you go. You got you got uh, Mister. What's his name?
0: That wouldn't be bad. <laughs> that, that wouldn't. That, yeah, that wouldn't be bad at all.
1: If I mean, if anybody who needs to get in the Star Wars universe, it's it's him. You know, like I'm sure, just based on what I've seen him do already. I know he like he's gotta love Star Wars, right? He's got to for sure. Yeah. I you know I want to see that on the screen too. If they could just do the whole that whole run, oh boy. I mean everyone would lose their minds, I think, because it's just that good.
0: I would definitely, definitely watch it.
1: Yes. (laughs) I would be I would be just as excited as I am now for Obi Wan. Super excited for that. Yeah. For sure. Oh yeah, I read I read Obi Wan number one. That's what I also read as well. And I'm going to continue that maybe for three or four more issues. We'll see.
0: You're making me want to read it. I I haven't read it.
1: I wasn't, you know, I I gave it like a three, three and a half, you know, like it wasn't a perfect issue by any means, but, you know, it's Obi-Wan. I have some. Allegiances, he's my favorite Star Wars character, so I'm going to continue to read it and hopefully it gets better. But it wasn't bad, it wasn't bad, so All we'll right. see.
0: So, let me ask you this then. Um, since we're still on the topic, you know, Star Wars asked we're still in the realm of Charles Sowell and his writing. Uh, one thing we did talk about before, we did differ. We both graded 8 billion genies a half a point different. Mm-hmm. Now, tell me, just tell me this. What did that first issue, what did you feel like you missed or that you needed to bump it up that extra half a point that I gave
1: okay. it? Alright. The one thing <laughs> that just like I think I know what, what they were going for here was the transition for the genies, right? So like the genies, you know, you read one page and then on the next page, they're here. Right? So right. I get I think I get what they were going for. I think the delivery maybe could have been better. Uh, to me, it just felt like it was, you know, maybe it was just random and maybe it was supposed to be that way. But, I, you know, I thought maybe you could maybe show where the genies came from. You yeah, know, I don't know. So you, want,
0: you wanted a reason of why the genies were
1: there, which I'm sure we might get later on. Yeah, for sure. I, I there, was so. a, there was a lot to like, you know, in the issue. There really was. The art was good. The writing was good. And, you know, just the whole spectacle of it all. Like, you know, like I said, when they open up that that bar door and they see what's outside, like, that's probably exactly what would happen if we all had a wish, you know? Yeah.
0: Hold on, um, I, I, I don't want to cut you off, but before we, we get more into it, real quick for anyone because I might have some people listening, if they made it this far, that are not that into comics. Uh, 8 Billion Genies' premise is basically, what if everyone in the world on planet Earth got a genie and you had one wish? No more, no less. You just had one wish. Doesn't matter. It would be granted. And that's pretty much the world they're in, the premise that's going on. Everyone gets a genie and you can make a wish. That's it. I'm going to leave it at that.
2: But
1: Yeah. Yeah. So- perfectly said. I think yeah. that's the exact synopsis
0: Yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> and solicitations. If anybody viewers <laughs> comics, they'll know what I'm talking about.
0: If uh, so, is that the only thing you just felt like you wanted the why to why the genies appeared when they did or how they did or just basically at all period?
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the one catch, you know, like I said, I, I liked the art. I liked the writing. There wasn't really anything in there that, that really, you know, wouldn't make me want to read the next issue. Like I really want to, it was just the, I get, I knew what they, I think I knew what they were going for. You know, I just don't think it was delivered, you know, well enough for me, for me.
0: Well, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, I gave you my, when we talked, you know, in in our DM, I gave you my reason or my thoughts, like why, it, that could have that could have happened and i could be wrong but you know i still thought i didn't i didn't mind it i agree with you it was random it, it literally was <laughs> it literally was like you're getting introduced you're you're figuring out who's who you turn the page bam you got genies. Uh, yeah i
1: thought i missed the page to be honest with you i was like nah. i looked back like oh no i didn't
0: so totally for, for sure it was super random and just like out of nowhere but i definitely think you know even though they didn't show it I'm pretty sure it will get ex- get explained in another issue like later down the road um but I, I I didn't mind it it was just kind of part of the journey and I don't know man I, yeah. I I didn't mind it that's just me
1: so okay so what are you reading now and and maybe you know after you you talk about your list what's something you're looking forward to maybe later down the road
0: uh Okay. I know I've talked about it before. I pretty much talk about it any chance I get. I'm still reading uh, Department of Truth. And and that's something... I'll get it out the way right now because when you you sent me a post just last night or the other day where, you know, um, there was a little bit of spec on it, you know, certain stuff. First appearance in the next issue coming out, issue 18. Uh, Mm -hmm. I still love the series. I still am excited to see what the next series or not the next issue is going to be because it seems like from 1 to 17, it's it's almost like an arc that closed out. So I don't know if 18 is going to be, you know, how much longer they're going to go. But if it started like a whole nother arc, like I wouldn't even be mad. Uh, but what I'm looking forward to is in the post you sent me, uh, I don't know how credible that person is or how big of a source. I, I forgot. Um, but that particular person thought... A show, a live action show might be getting done for Department of Truth at some point in, in the future, which honestly I would love the shit out of.
1: I mean, to my knowledge, I mean, everything this person usually puts up, I wouldn't say comes through fruition, but right. like when they when they say it's a first appearance of something, I think they usually, you know, those are facts, usually. okay. I, I can't think of an instance where they, they were wrong, so... I'm sure in issue 18 there is a first appearance of a group I think it is right right um but as far as a show coming to my knowledge I haven't seen any news of it getting options but you know I could have missed it you know I, I'm sure people were after the rights for it and I and, you know I could see Department of Truth going for like 50 issues you know
0: dude I oh I would I would fucking love that but if uh... a <laughs> You know where I could see it? I could see it. You know, fucking uh, if Netflix picked it up and made it like an original or some some shit, or not? I guess it wouldn't. Would it be an original? Because it's coming from a comic. No. Um,
1: I don't know. Then I don't know. What you know? <laughs> would you say like the Death Note movie was that like a Netflix original or was it just a movie on Netflix? Damn. Now I think it. it. I think it was just a movie. I don't think it was an original. Right. Yeah.
0: So, but I could see. I could see it being on there for some reason.
1: I mean I think you know if you know from what I've seen of the of the story and what you've told me there's a lot to offer there there's a lot to offer and to me I I think it would be I think it would be really cool to see on like uh, HBO or something not that not that Netflix doesn't do good work but you know I I think they could do some damage on HBO you know you know what like it, it really could
0: I agree I do agree with you. I think they could because HBO does, does do pretty good, especially, you know, in their own right. But the difference maker, I, I think for some reason, uh, just in my mind for whatever reason it is, I feel like Netflix just has that fucking money. And if they want to get some fucking all stars involved, I think they fucking could. And it would, it would be that much better.
1: Yeah. I mean, either way you go, I think, uh, the Netflix thing would be, don't they still release all the episodes at one time or no? Uh,
0: They have been. Um, yeah. I don't know if it's like for every single new thing they do, but um, uh, yeah. well, not necessarily because when the latest season of Ozark came out, uh, it was, they pretty much did it in halves. Like uh, the, okay. the fourth season, uh, it was like X amount of episodes that all came out same day. And then when they did the second half, you know, they it, it took a pause. And then when they released the second half, it was the last, whatever it was, seven episodes or whatever it was. Like, they all came out at once.
1: Yeah, I used to love the whole binging thing, you know, right. but then I started to miss, I really started to miss the whole episodic thing. You know, the weekly deal, like, you know, back when, I don't know, Game of Thrones or something, you know, because you get all that, you know, at work or wherever, you know, like we were all waiting in anticipation for the next episode. It was a real bug. You know, I yeah. missed that. I missed that. So that, that's the only reason I would probably want it to be on a different um, platform. Gotcha. But I think that like talent, either either, you know, property or company would be able to get the talent, you know. They and got monies. They
0: got the monies. monies they can do it. Yo, know, Netflix. If you're listening, fucking make it happen.
1: <laughs> anybody make it happen, please.
0: Anyway, anybody make it happen. I'll fucking show up and I'll audition. Just make it happen. Yo, and that'd be sick. It's just, dude. It's it's just such a big mind fuck, and it's just really good. Um, I've been reading other stuff here and there, but that's that's like my big, if I could say like one series I like really dove into, and I'm. Knee deep in issues it's it's that one
1: yeah are you looking forward to anything that's coming out here in the next uh like two months or so have you seen anything know. that looks good to you
0: honestly i haven't so whenever i look for stuff mainly i don't think i look that far in advance uh because like i'm mainly just building off of like my weekly pull list and it's it's whatever synopsis i read then and there before the the books come out um is there like a certain place where you do that where you look up like that far ahead for stuff uh
1: well you know like when they release solicitations for i don't know let's just say august i think just came out so you can go to places like unknown and you can go and look at all the books you know that that are coming out
0: but they still give you the solicitations
1: too I'm I don't know if they do on uh I feel like they do when you when you click on the book, like you, you know, you go to that page and they you everything. Do
0: they know?
1: really? I believe they do. Uh, I, you know, <clears throat> I don't think I'm making that up, but you know, like I said, I got a dory brain. Yeah. I, uh, but you know, I, I watch certain uh channels on YouTube that you know may or not may or may not do uh FOC videos and you know, they go into the solicitations and, you know, not every book, but most books. Um, yeah, but there, there's many sites that will allow you to go and read. You know, I think uh, League Comic Geeks specifically does that, don't they? I
0: want to say. I, they
1: I've, never, I've never I've used League Comic Geeks, but, uh, you know, back when I was, you know, ordering from my local shop, Um I use Previews World and they, you know, they did, they they had solicitations out. Okay. But I think the easiest way is to go to like, like unknown and, and just click on that link that says August, you know, pre-orders or July pre-orders and, and just look, you know, a lot of, a lot of times you're not going to see covers cause it's just too far in advance, but okay. you know, at least you can read a little bit about what the book might be about.
0: Yeah and that's what i like doing for uh on a smaller scale like my for my pull list for you know the week of um yeah. and like i i've told you before like i only i only use two shops now locally whenever i go pick up and bro one of them they they don't even offer that the description or what the book's about it's just it's just hell, it, how much it, it costs yeah it's just the image how much it costs do you want this shit or not and <laughs> I was like, man, well fuck. I, I kinda wanna know what it's about. I want to know. It's like I'm-
1: uh it's like <laughs> when you like paying for letters on like a gravestone or something. That just can't, yeah. they can't put the solicitations in there, it costs too much.
0: Dude, but the oh. second shop I go to, um they do that all day long. And I love sitting there and if it's a new issue coming out, a uh, number one that you know, if if they're number <laughs> one, if the cover looks dope i'm like oh man i wonder what this is about and i can actually read what it's about a little bit and i'll decide like maybe i do want this maybe i do want to start this series so if i can if i can man. do that how like you said like a couple months out and they have it like i might start doing some digging then and really really go broke
1: Dude, there, there's a book that's coming out called uh, i think it's called seventh son Okay. I think it's. I think it's. It might be written and illustrated by Jay Lee. Um, but I think it's about like the second coming of, like Christ or something. Oh damn! Or it's something like that. Yeah, it sounds interesting. I'm. I'm gonna pick up number one and read it, see how it goes. Um, and I, I'm. You know, I'm a Daredevil fan. I'm an Electra Daredevil fan, and that new the new daredevil number one's coming out here soon um so i'm pretty excited for that Um, but outside of that i really you know looking far ahead i don't think i saw a bunch of other new ones that were coming out that i was actually no i take that back there's one more there's one called do a powerbomb it's a wrestling comic (laughs) um it's it's written by daniel warren johnson recognize the art i think from uh like wonder woman dead earth or even the new uh oh what's it called the jurassic league like that art
0: okay okay
1: um i'm pretty sure he's on that if i'm wrong then somebody can take me out um to dinner but yeah i'm pretty sure it's him and it doesn't sound like a normal wrestling comic there's some there's some like twist to it so I think I'm going to I'm going to at least pick up number 1 and see what it's about. We'll see what's going on.
0: Not bad. Uh yeah. but as far as um uh, other stuff, I mean, I've been reading a bunch of the same uh issues you mentioned just a minute ago. Uh Yeah. But definitely I finally got on the Grim Wave and I definitely see what the hype was about. So that first issue was actually pretty fucking fire. <laughs>
1: I agree and you know like like I already said before like my brother said it to me and to him it's probably the best comic of the year so far
0: Be- better than uh, well
1: it's better than everything better than everything I've read this year
0: better than it's kind of a gray area <laughs> The I was going to say the last Ronin but only the fifth issue has come out this year and all the other yeah, ones were last yeah. year
1: no, you you and I already know how much we both love the last. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a turtle fan since like birth almost. Um, so like that whole thing was like a a big deal to me. It was a big event, and I couldn't wait for the fifth issue. And I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but hopefully, there's more turtle stuff coming.
0: And hopefully, 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 hopefully if I've told you this, if if that spins off into something else, I'm definitely getting into it, like, a
1: 100%. Yeah, I, I can't wait for more stuff to come out. And I hope they get the same team back together. <laughs> you know, like, the same creative team and all that, because they just... Whatever they did with The Last Ronin, it worked. It and fucking as worked. long as they could just do it faster. Yeah. Just do it faster. You know, just like they say in slow jams.
0: Yeah. But you know, cool. who can... Yeah, do it faster.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that was a huge event for me. I love it. Um Oh, you know what? I missed the I missed the book. I also read uh Last Bot Standing thing, which um I'm probably going to read issue 2, but you know, it, issue 2 is going to, you know, it's going to it's going to have to score a lot of points.
0: It's either going to make make it or break it for you.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like, I'm I'm not a huge Transformer fan, so, like, it already took it a lot to kind of, to open the book itself. Right. Um, and then after reading issue one, I don't know. I mean, I, you know, I think I was just hoping it would be, like, The Last Ronin. You know, something like that.
0: Yeah, so the, the only thing, the only, like, nitpicky thing I would say when it comes to that issue are really just... To me, Transformers, like, period, is, like, the only interesting and cool shit is when the Transformers are transforming and doing shit. Other than that, uh, like, everything else around it, uh, it's not exciting.
1: You hate to see somebody who is, like, a wagon for, like, like centuries. Yeah. (laughs) And then finally, finally, like, change after all these
0: after all this time time, (laughs) i I get it you'd want to lay low key being the cut and but you know the rest of the story that's developing you got a failing business because people are driving jet motor cars and this and that yeah i didn't give a fuck about you know what i mean it's it, it wasn't exciting
1: yeah and i think we we agreed uh i think for the most part about that you know yeah but you know like i said i'm i'm a sucker for westerns so like you know, I wish there were more Western comics out there.
0: So, see, you know, I like that. That's the thing. I didn't mind.
1: Yeah,
0: I, I did And I didn't. I didn't mind the Western theme, but if it was more Western themed, like pistols and shooting and stuff, was you know, maybe they robbed oh. in the fucking in the old old <laughs> yeah. cart wagon. Yeah, that you know, be a little more filling. But I don't know. What do I know?
1: I mean. I think we we're in agreement, and you know I don't know if you're going to read issue two, but you know I think it if you did it would it would be it would have the same weight to it that it will for me.
0: Yeah, I think yeah, I think we're on the same boat. I I'll probably will pick up issue two, especially if they have more cool covers. Uh, I'll pick one up just to give it a shot, and then yeah, same thing. Like if I don't like it, I'm not going for three.
1: I think the the online um, the IDW. Cover they have out right now for issue one is pretty sick, if I remember right. Okay. Um, you know, and you know, come payday, you know, I may I may pick that up, but I may not because, you know, maybe I don't like the series and I'm just picking up number one because it's a nice cover. You but know. I'm not I'm not about to be out here drawing Transformers because those those are very detailed. Yeah. It's like drawing Gundams. Fuck yeah. You know, and I'm not ready for that yet.
0: Dude, speaking of, uh, I can't believe this didn't even fucking dawn on me this whole time, uh-huh. until right now we're mid conversation. Today's Tuesday, technically at the time of this recording. Tomorrow's New Comic Book Day, dude. Are you fucking picking anything
1: up? Oh, uh, let me tell you. Okay, so after last Wednesday's live, I only had like I had like a mini stack, right? Mm-hmm. The next day, I got mail. That I've been waiting on, and now I've got a box. So I have comics to show. I have a lot of comics to show, <laughs> and I have a slab to show. So uh, I'll definitely have quite a few things. Um, you know, I'm hoping the whole gang can get back together again. And, uh, you know, not that last week's show wasn't, you know, the greatest ever because it was a pretty dope show. But, and the cigar I had too, by the way, it was excellent. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just to throw that out there that anybody cares um, yeah I, I'm, I'm hoping that we can get you know a fourth in there I miss Jojo I want Jojo to be back out there I want you know I want Megatronus to make his appearance I want everybody to come in
0: Dude, it's always a good time um, yeah. now that you brought it up two things you brought up a slab number one how many slabs are you at now
1: I can't say because I haven't counted.
0: Damn, that
1: many! <laughs> I don't know if it's that many, but you know, that's like me. I'm, I'm
0: give or I take. My,
1: okay, you, give or take. You,
0: uh, give or do this one. Give just is it double digits?
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: All right, that's a lot.
1: Okay, so yeah, yeah. Well, you know, while we're on the topic of that, yeah, I mean, you will you share your your CBCS, dude? That, that know, was- with us.
0: Yeah, when I said two things, that was going to be the second thing. Oh, that
1: was the second thing? Okay, cool. That was me. the second
0: thing. Um, Yeah, CBCS. Uh, So, for anyone that didn't see it, let's go back to number one. Every Wednesday night, we show off our new comic books because it's New Comic Book Day on Instagram. So, fucking follow us and watch that <laughs> if you like comics. Um, but, yeah, recently I got for free comic book day this year, I secured, thanks to Nick, uh, I secured a big, big Grail for myself. Uh, to me, Mo- what,
1: why? Thanks to me? I didn't. I didn't do that. You bought it. Yeah, yeah, yeah but you did it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. okay, okay, I get, <laughs> I get what you mean now. Okay. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, fucking Peach Momoko variant for Avengers and X Men uh, Judgment Day one in one fucking thousand ratio cover oh, is it
2: is
0: just fucking a tough ass cover the artwork is chef's kiss it's fucking <laughs> nice um so i got this book easily right now raw you're talking about 350 450 hundred dollar book um uh, i gotta get it graded so this is where the cbcs story comes in uh, I went back and forth we actually went back and forth me and you Nick and yeah. we we talked about the pros and cons we waited out in depth for CGC and CBCS I talked to other sources trying to get as much information as I could I finally landed to go with CBCS Uh, there is a, a location local to me it's 25-30 minutes away from my job and One of my sources, uh, my boy, Oak Cliff Comics, uh, he's actually who I go to for a lot of information. Uh, Shout out to him. Uh, He told me, you know, his guy also that, you know, helps people out and like sends stuff in for grading, like he'll go in person and leave it to get graded and potentially could be a faster turnaround time. So I was I was going to use his buddy. I was going to drop it off with, you know, this random third party guy who was trusted and you know, pay X amount for him to clean, press it, send it in for grading, do everything. Then I got to thinking like, yo, this place is not that far. I could just get in my car and fucking go up there. If they're doing drop-offs, I'll just go and knock on the door. Like, yo, here you go, right? It sounded simple enough. So what I did, I fucking took my lunch break from work. Uh, we get a, we we get about an hour lunch break. I drive to CVCS. I pick up this comic- I drive to CBCS and dude, it's, it's fucking closed. <laughs> it was closed as fuck.
1: Heartbreaking.
0: It, heartbreaking. I'm like, fuck, well, I just wasted all this gas, wasted my lunch, wasted my time. It's going to take me another 30 minutes to get back to work. But um, yeah, like when I got there and for anyone who hasn't been, you're talking about cbcs a big grading company yo. the actual location not that fucking big it is well whatever you have in your mind it's smaller than that i promise you it's dude it's not big at all um but yeah i get there doors locked they have a sign on the front you know from when COVID started like yo ever since this date, we're not doing drop-offs if you're you know the mailing company pretty much, it's like, it pretty much just tells them, like, go around the side to the warehouse door, knock on that motherfucker, and someone will take your package. <laughs> and I was like, well, I'm just a regular dude. They're not going to do that for me. So, it's not the protocol. So, I fucking went back. And the thing about CVCS, every, like, number I could find online, it was, it was basically just to... Like inquire or find out the status of whatever you already submitted, and it would just prompt you to leave a voicemail to get a hold of somebody was like not happening um uh, but what I did do i emailed I emailed them I was like, yo, are y'all not doing drop offs, or what the fuck is going on? You know someone please tell me and like the next day it it was it wasn't super fast, but like the next day somebody did reply. And they told me, this is the silver lining in the story. Uh, they told me that they are doing drop-offs, but they only do them by appointments. And I had mm. to contact a certain person to get that appointment. And they gave me that person's number and email. They're like, yo, if one doesn't work, try the other. And if that shit don't work, pay me back up. And I was like, you could have just made the appointment with me right now. But yeah. <laughs> you all don't want
1: to fucking answer the phone whatever damn all right you're just like you, you sold people and then you unsold it
0: mm-hmm.
1: so you got to meet you know meet somebody in a back alley now
0: yeah in a trench coat
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> got to be dark
1: yeah well i mean at least they offer that service and you know hopefully this all goes well yeah so you know, we're hoping for that 9899 maybe
0: Dude. I fucking hope so. So, that's my story, my process of CBCS. If anyone has not graded a comic, like yo, call and make the appointment first, or or just mail it in. Do whatever you want. Um, but yeah, the next step, I'm gonna set the appointment. Uh, I gotta get this comic graded. I know when I first told you that day, like dog, I got talk about a discouraged motherfucker just driving back to work empty-handed. That. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I can imagine going through that, you know. And it took you a while in the story to get to the silver lining. For me, yeah, I got the silver lining immediately because now I know what not to do. Yeah, I figured that out because you did that for me.
0: I did it, now so I don't have to. I did it so you didn't have to.
1: Yeah. So thank you. Whatever. Not that, not that I could actually drive to that in thirty minutes. <laughs> yeah. but, you know could take me 24 hours
0: yeah a good day yeah but yeah man uh yo that's what i'm gonna wrap up because we're coming up on the second hour so mr la you're gonna fucking enjoy this episode uh Uh, we're gonna close it out but i gotta start another session for us right now we're gonna close it out with questions from the audience a segment i haven't done in a fucking while because one. My accuracy isn't that not accuracy. Uh what's the word I'm looking for? Consistency. It's not that <laughs> it's not that fucking great. Uh two, there was a point in time where like people wouldn't interact or submit questions, but this time around we got a good amount of healthy questions. I'm actually gonna save some and spread them out. So we'll get to some right now. We'll do like a good, I don't know, two, three or four, something. Sick. We'll see how it goes. But yeah, let me restart it and we'll get into some questions and close this bad boy out.
1: All right.
0: Yo, are we back?
1: Yeah. Clean uh, transition.
0: Clean. Every time. Every time. This transition, as I like to say, was cleaner than a wiener.
1: <laughs> I'm glad you I'm glad you said that.
0: Yeah. Cuz uh,
1: I to say it.
0: <laughs> all right, we got some questions. Like I said, I actually got a bunch of questions. This segment is what I used to call when I first started doing it. Um for the people, by the people, because it's the audience who listens. They submit their questions. I shout them out when I read their questions. It's a good little engagement. Um, we got a couple questions. Nick, I'm glad you're here. That way we can get some answers from you too. Uh oh,
1: terrible. Put me on the
0: spot. Oh no. Yeah, we're both gonna be put on the spot. It's okay. First question. They're not hard, they're not hard questions, I promise. Uh, first question does come from my boy Andrew. Uh, on Instagram, Andrew, and then like three O's, and then uh, the number 100 on Instagram. If you guys want to check them out, super cool, super positive guy. His question is, what's your dream job? That was his question. I felt like that was a really awesome question. Um, Nick, I'll give you time to think about your answer and I'll kick it off. Yo, my dream job, if you would have asked like fucking ten year old me, uh I would have said NBA player. I wanted to play in the NBA so bad so much that didn't fucking happen, you know? Uh <laughs> if you would have asked uh teenage or young adult me, yo, I used to want to be a rapper. Uh I used to want to make, yeah, I used to want to make music for a living. Um but if you ask me now, right here, right now, yo, honestly, I just want to be my own boss. My goal is to one day own and operate my own collectible store. Call my own shots, do my own thing, provide the service and oh, what's the word I'm looking for. Yeah, just like service hospitality basically. What I think should be offered every time you step into a store, whether that doesn't matter what kind of store, you know, that's that's what I want. That's what I want to do. Because obviously I collect, I get into stuff, I love nerdy stuff. If I could do it for a living, yo, I would be I would be super happy with that.
1: I would love that. And I'm your man if you need somebody to work that counter. Talking about customer service, and this is no lie, there's some areas of you know my current career it's just it's lacking a little. And I feel like my past Working directly with customers Either face to face Or over the phone Or the drive through What have you I can bring that I feel like Better than a lot of people And you know We like collectibles So if you need that guy To work to register That's me
0: Nice I'll definitely Once that happens I'll fly you out And I'll give you a job
1: Sick I mean that's not my dream job Yeah Because I want to be my own boss too Yeah You know but (laughs) Then, work for then. you part-time.
0: Yeah, yeah. Until then. But yeah, the reason we're here, what what is your dream job? What is that? Uh, look-
1: man, I, I had multiple ones as well. And um, one of those being a sports-related one. So I never really wanted to be in the NBA, but I did want to become a closing pitcher. I wanted to be a closer mm. for my favorite team, the Boston Red Sox. <laughs> okay. I wanted to be a closing pitcher, but I started a little late in the baseball game. Um, I didn't really get the the coaching guidance that I was hoping to get in high school, um, unfortunately. So that never happened. Um, So that dream died, you know, right then. Um, And then again, I I wanted to uh, be my own boss. So I wanted to open up my own food truck and nice. the the cuisine being corn dogs. You know me, I love corn dogs. And I want to make crazy ones, like wild ones, you know. Just just insane ones, you know. I think to me, we're talking about food trucks, you're talking about like a fast food convenience thing. I mean, what's better than a corn dog? And my my whole stick, you know, no pun intended here, but the stick and the corn dog would be edible somehow. And there would be like no waste, you know, and that patent's pending. So anybody's listening to this, trying to steal that, don't <laughs> even think about it. Okay. I um, but Yeah, I actually wanted to have a, a food truck and do that. And, you know, I had all these crazy ideas and, you know, I have a career of my own right now. But once I'm done with that, uh, maybe that can happen. And you know maybe I can park it out front of Jamie's collectible shop.
0: Hell yeah, dude! What would you what would you call it?
1: Nick sticks. I don't know. I I didn't even think of a name for it. Yeah. to be honest with you, that just came you know out of left field right there. But uh, man, I I don't know. We'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Yeah,
0: maybe we call it the fried winner. Maybe we don't. I don't know.
1: Maybe yeah.
0: <laughs> oh yeah,
1: I'd go there. <laughs> I think I'll stick with Nick sticks,
0: man. (laughs) Good choice.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) All right, man, yo. All right, second question. I had to include this one since this is a Mr. L.A. episode. This question comes from Mr. L.A. Uh, Yes. And that's Mr. L.A. underscore 323 on Instagram if anyone wants to check him out. Yo, his question I thought was a good one. Uh, He asks... If you could transform into anything, what would it be? And would you be good or bad?
1: Oh, boy. He he always gets you thinking, doesn't he?
0: He does. He does.
1: He anything, though. He, he didn't say, like, if you could transform into any animal or something. Anything. You know, like...
0: It could be anything. If you oh, want
1: my Lord.
0: Hydrant, you can. It can be whatever the fuck you want.
1: <laughs> Am I going first this time or are you?
0: and it, do you have something off the top of your head no i don't okay okay i'll give you time um because obviously i had time to think about it um if i could transform into anything so first my first initial thought was for whatever reason i wanted to be a dragon i would just okay. want to be i would just want to be a dragon but that's not what i settled on um my funny answer was i would transform into a chick and i would just be a big fucking whore just fucking (laughs) or around town dog just your old-fashioned two-dollar whore you know what I mean
1: (laughs) real old-fashioned okay (laughs) lady
0: just a good old lady of the night you know yeah Uh, but no what what I settled on if I could transform into anything it would definitely be more of kind of like a Dungeons and Dragons type of character I don't know I, I can't think of like an exact class or race uh, but I know you hate Dungeons and Dragons, but I'm just trying to paint the
1: picture. I don't. Me. I don't hate Dungeons and Dragons, like,
0: oh, you like Captain Carter. It's okay. I do. I do. I do. I don't. All right. I just dislike Captain Carter.
1: Okay. And well, like, I just dislike
0: d d Okay. I'm just trying to paint the picture. I would get to <laughs> like where I still look like humanish, but I have like those mystical powers. Like I can fucking start fire. Whatever the fuck. Just a, a array of moves I have up my sleeve. To do something like that, and um, if if we're talking about like still, like in this hypothetical, if it's real world, like right here, right now, if I was gonna transform and do it, I mean, I guess I'd be a good guy. I would have to, even though, like in video games, when I do have that chance, like I'll do some bad shit. You know what I mean? But it's a video <laughs> game.
1: Yeah. Yo, so you'd be good or bad?
0: Nah, I'd be good. If we're talking about like okay. in this hypothetical, like in this real world, I, I I'd be good. I would use my influence for good.
1: Yeah, I would like to think I would, too. And I can't imagine myself being a bad guy. You know, like when I think of, you know, for instance, Star Wars, I'm I, I always I'm always drawn to the lights up. I like those guys. I like the Jedi,
2: right. you know,
1: and, uh, you know, I, I just off the top of my head, I had two things or two people, I guess. Um, okay. One of them being Itachi from naruto nice i love i love the the genjutsu thing i don't like that he's kind of like a bad guy technically you know i like the you know the sharingan powers that he has and all that kind of thing well that's um, what they can pick to be good right now yeah i would be i would just be the good version of yeah. it um but more than that i yeah, you know, I don't know if everyone's gonna love this answer, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> I would love to be the Green Lantern. The Green Lantern, the the lantern ring, like that thing has so many crazy powers. Yeah. I and think. and you would be good. You would be a protector of, of the sector you're in, you know. I didn't like that answer. Yeah, I didn't think you would, but it doesn't matter.
0: It doesn't matter.
1: He's gonna edit it out. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, I, I mean, yeah, I could see that.
1: She want to be a hero, man.
0: Yeah, that's cool. I mean, yeah, not going to argue with it. So, Green Lantern. So, if it had to be one or the other, are you going Green Lantern?
1: I'm going to go Green Lantern, yeah.
0: Okay. All right. Lesser Itachi,
1: Itachi doesn't go to space. There.
0: So, there's that. Lesser road travel. All right, I get it.
1: Yeah, I can go everywhere.
0: Nice. Okay. Uh, next question. Shout out to my co-host because that's where it came from. came from my boy, Nick. Uh, oh, no. came you, from me? Yeah. You asked, uh, do I want my kids to collect? Oh, yeah. I did ask that. Mm-hmm. Don't and, worry,
1: brain. Activated.
0: <laughs> uh, the short answer, yeah, man. I would love it. I would love it if my kids collect. I semi... Of collect for them already, kinda sorta. Uh yeah. my, my, my daughter, not so much. She's not into really anything where like I can just get a line of, but my son loves the shit out of hot pills, and <laughs> obviously he loves them to play with them, so like when he sees mine, he wants to open them and play with them. And I'm like, yo, those are mine, you have yours. Let's slow a role player. Um, <laughs> um, no, but like he he loves Hot Wheels. He loves racetracks. And anytime I'm out, uh, if I see some he doesn't have, I'll get them. Uh, he is big, big into Mario and Sonic and like just the Nintendo world pretty much. But he mm-hmm. has he has damn near every uh Mario race car, uh, you know, the Hot Wheel version. So it's same thing. Anytime I see some that he doesn't have, I'll get them and we just, you know, have them and my wife's the same way like she'll be out if she's shopping and i'm not there she'll send me a picture like does he have this one i'm like i don't think so go ahead get it yeah so the short answer yes i would i would enjoy for my kids to collect because not only like that like once they get older and like into more things if it's if it's stuff we can still like sit down and bond over and, and do it together you know like why not you know it's already something i like you know why wouldn't i you know what i mean
1: Yes, I do know what you mean. And, uh, man, wh- here's what I'm thinking about your son, though, because I don't know your son's name, and I don't want to say it on the podcast, but is his name Ricky Bobby? Because I think he just wants to go fast, bro. He
0: just wants to go fast. His name he just is- wants
1: to go fast, and he just <laughs> wants to win.
0: Just wants to win.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he wants to be number one. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think that's awesome, man. And, uh, you know, I did ask that question for a reason, and we kind of touched on it a little bit earlier about the psychology of collecting and those sort of things um, and I don't know how much time we're gonna get into that you know we can talk about that another time because there's a lot to it you know and we both know that because we collect um, but in the same vein I do also collect so that uh, you know I have things you know to pass down Um Obviously, it's a lot of fun to collect, you know, now. Um, and I also try to get my kids to collect certain things. And not all my children want to. You know, they're they're not all huge fans of leaving things in the box like I am. Right. Um. They want to open the toys and play with them. And that's, you know, that's totally understandable. I'm, I did the same exact thing as a kid. Um, but yeah, I do want to. I would love for them to collect. And my son. My son collects a little bit. He he likes to collect Yu-Gi-Oh cards. He's got a few pops. Um, But my girls, they don't really collect at all. So I don't don't know if that's going to be in their future or not. But at least, you know, if I'm planning it right, they'll have some things left behind later on in life. And hopefully, you know, they find them valuable. But, you know, the great thing about having those things later on in life, they're attached to... A person and memories and and those sorts of things so that's a little bit of the psychology part of it
0: oh yeah but we can definitely like you said that's definitely one I want to keep tucked away and save it for another a future episode
1: yeah sweet oh you know that that you could do you can do a little bit on that you know maybe not a whole hour but you can get a half hour maybe a nice little chunk
0: definitely um Yo, we'll, you're going
1: to save one for me. I thought there was going to be like a secret question in there that was going to just be like super personal. But I oh. didn't expect my question to be there. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Just kind of sprung it on you. Um, wow. Nah, the questions really don't get too personal. I mean, because one, when I post them, it's like, yo, ask whatever you want. And I know people immediately like will go into collectibles since I collect. Uh, but for anyone you know, listening, if, if you haven't seen it, when I do do it, yo, these questions can be anything. And that's, that's actually something I was telling uh Mr. LA, because this was his first time asking a question. He was like, you know, well, who's going to be answering it? Or what does it have to be? And I'm like, yo, it can be whatever the fuck you want. I'm either going to answer it, you know, by myself or with somebody. And if it's with somebody like, yo, just word it like if it was just a group of people. So that's what he came up with. So I, I appreciate that he did because it was a really good question.
1: I'm glad he asked the question. You know, mm-hmm. he listened to the podcast, and you know, like you said, he's waiting. But you know what we know about Mr. LA, he gets you thinking a little bit all the time, you know, and that's a great thing is it, it sparks conversation and all that. So it's a great time to ask questions, keep them coming.
0: Yeah. And like I said, I got a bunch and I would love to get into all this, but we're gonna do one more. And I'm going to save the rest of these questions to spread them out because not everybody always asks questions. Right. Last one comes, you know, this person comes from my boy Whopper.
1: Mm, oh boy. I'm... <laughs> are, a... we, are we ready for this?
0: The big old horn dog Whopper himself. <laughs> Dude, and the, and the thing is, it's not even a wild ass question.
1: Oh man. Somebody <laughs> ate whopper then. It couldn't be from him.
0: It's someone hacked his account and asked yeah. a, a, a super regular. <laughs> uh, Yo, know, okay. So the question is, what is your dream car? Mm. That was his question, and I'm gonna pull back the curtain a little bit for anyone who doesn't know. Uh, in real life, that's how I maintain a living. I actually sell cars. I'm a car salesman, and you would think with with this what I do for like it's my career basically. Yo, I am not crazy about cars at all. Um yeah. I don't I don't I don't care about, you know, horsepower and going fast and fucking big rigs and this and that. Like that shit does not get me excited. Doesn't give me a tingle down there at all. Um but my dream car, um I can let you know right now. Uh Ever since I, it was, and it's just one I saw and I sat in when I was a kid, when I was young. And for whatever reason, I I couldn't even tell you why. For whatever reason, when I saw this car, when I sat in it, it just struck such a chord with me. And I loved it so much. And I can't think of the year. It's obviously older. But a Volvo S70. Hmm. just Just a little sedan, boxy as fuck. And like <laughs> to me, that was just doing it at its finest. You know what I mean? Just yeah. for, for whatever reason, that was just
1: you to pin- be private style, that's what it sounds like.
0: Yeah, just the pinnacle of classiness for me, I guess. But that that would be my dream car. If I could get one and have it, you know, fully operational and you know functional and nothing ugly, I would do it. That that'd be my dream car. It's nothing wild.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm with you here um, in a lot of ways in my own personal career field. Like uh, I work in aviation and planes, anything for me, nothing. Okay, so like when it comes to cars, we both agree we're not really like huge car guys. So yeah. me, there's not like too many cars out there that I'm like, I got to have it. But this one, this one means a, a little bit to me because I actually love the show a lot which is Entourage I don't know if you've seen Entourage
0: I have
1: not um, but in the intro they they have this like black Lincoln Continental I think it is okay the tops cut off and um, you know convertible style and it just looks like a sick car just to cruise around in. you know like it's that Sunday drive you know going nowhere you know what I mean like it just looks like a Sweet ride to have. And it's a dope looking car. Not
0: bad. So it's very much what's the word I'm looking for? Comfort. Not much style.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that with that particular year and like I think, you know, it's probably got a big engine in it. So it's probably got a little rumble to it. But at the same time, you know, you're just out there cruising. And that's what I
0: like. I like I like cruising, if anything. Yeah. That shit is just relaxing. But yo, know, that's the end of the questions. Like I said, I got a lot more. And they get their they get good. There's a bunch of good questions. But I'm gonna save them for next time. Um we've gone coming up on two and a, two and a half hours. It doesn't even feel like it. Uh, dude. I fucking appreciate you. Thank you for being here. I know. Pretty much any time when I do these podcasts, it's like drop of the hat. So I appreciate you being cool enough to come and join and get in this thing with me. And hopefully, maybe your brother Jana, anyone, yo, anyone listening, if you want to be a guest? Let me fucking know.
1: Yes, uh, uh, on the show as well. So you know, provide me with some entertainment, please, so I can listen to your episode.
0: I gotta keep, yeah, I gotta keep them coming. Fuck the pressure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> But uh, one thing I do want to do, I want to keep going, uh, especially when I have guests. Yo, know, we're going to do it again. I'm going to bring it on you right now, Nick. If you don't have anything, it's cool. If you do, it's cool. Um, I'm going to do the same thing I did last time when we had our episode. If everyone in the world was going to stop what they were doing and listen right now, what's some final words you want to leave on this podcast?
1: Man, I mean, you did drop it on me last time, and I hit you with the, with the roadhouse quote. Fucking I'm gonna change it up, even though you know I love roadhouse. <clears throat> this this had me think. I was actually thinking about this today, so I'm glad you asked uh, this question. Even though I knew it was coming, I didn't have the show notes, so I didn't know if we'd actually get to it. Um, it's something my, my father had told me when I was, um, you know, younger and before he passed. Um, something, you know, like along the lines of me trying to be a good person and all this stuff. You know, you told this to me a long time ago. <clears throat> the fact that you do something good for somebody shouldn't have, uh, the the reaction to it shouldn't have any effect on you, you know. The important thing is that you've done something good. And that's all that should matter. And, you know, to me, it's a, it's a struggle sometimes, you know, cause you go out of your way sometimes to, to help somebody or, you know, what have you. And, you know, it doesn't go the way you might think it would go. Um, but <clears throat> I think about that often. And, uh, lately here, I've been thinking about that a lot more than, than I normally have, um, and on top of that, um, just something else. Um, not to bring everybody down here, but you live in Texas and uh, something horrific happened there. Um, so I won't go into all the details because a lot of people already know about it. But you got kids; it's your worst nightmare, and uh, you know you got kids. Give them a hug, tell them you love them. And uh, we'll leave it at that. Solid.
0: Super solid, man. I love it. I do love it. I do. But you're 100% right, man. You got, you got kids, man. Today is one of those days, one of those tough days. Yo, hold them a little tighter. Love them a little harder. And that's, that's just what it is. Um, on that note, like I said, not to bring anyone down. But we had a good episode. We're gonna end it there. Again, appreciate you, my dad. We're Gonna have you back on. Hopefully not too soon. So, like you said, you can enjoy the episode of just me and maybe, maybe someone else.
1: Uh, back, baby.
0: Yeah. Appreciate you. Appreciate everyone listening. Appreciate y'all coming through. Much love. Uh for anyone you I fucking love you. Uh Nick.
1: Two man. Shout out to ICU.
0: Shout out to ICU. Shout out to fucking ICU, dog. We're out of here. See y'all on the next one. Peace. Peace.